Hello, Winnipeg Jets fans. It is almost time for the Jets to go shopping around the market, whether it's through trade or free agency. Uh, over the past couple of weeks, we've talked about what free agents are out there, what trade options there are. But I wanted to talk more generally about the deficiencies with the roster and how the Jets can put themselves back on the track to being a more competitive team once they get a new head coach. We'll talk about this and uh, an update on the Barry Trotz wait, all coming right up on tonight's episode of Locked On, Winnipeg Jets. You're locked on the Hockey Jets, your daily podcast on the Winnipeg Jets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey friends, welcome to tonight's episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Harrison Lee, an avid Winnipeg Jets fan and an online blogger. You can follow me on Twitter at HLLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. Thank you for choosing to make Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform of choice, including Apple, Spotify, Google, Megaphone, Odyssey, and YouTube. We've got audio and video versions of this podcast available, whether it's at home or on the road. So, you know, you can take us wherever you need us. We're there for you every weekday, 24-7. On tonight's episode, uh, obviously, there are a couple of topics that I thought would be really worth covering. Um, We have some stuff that I think I wanted to focus on first with the head coaching search for the Jets. And then later, I wanted to talk a little bit about the... Uh, the the changes that I think need to happen to this roster and what sort of areas of need Winnipeg has um, in terms of needing to go shopping for maybe some specific player archetypes, uh, some kinds of guys that the Jets don't currently have, um, and some sort of useful skill sets that I think could really make this team truly competitive in the coming years. And then finally, we'll close out with some thoughts on the, uh, the upcoming Stanley Cup final, which should be an absolute dandy based on the matchup that we've got. We'll talk about what I expect from that series. But before we get started, I just wanted to shout out one of our awesome partners. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, it's where the game starts. Now, kicking us off, there have been some recent rumblings about uh, the head coaching availability out there. Obviously, Elliot Friedman has been posting different things, Kevin Weeks as well. Some of it's super vague, I'll be honest. Uh, you know, hearsay, he said, she said kind of stuff with a lot of not overly specific references, but what does seem to be circulating is that Barry Trotz is going to be making his decision sometime in the next week or so, uh, maybe as early as this week. And based on that, uh, the rest of the league's going to kind of going to configure around those selections um, because obviously Trotz is the number one head coaching candidate candidate out there. Uh, and the rest are, are sort of just waiting to fall in line in, in essence. And so, um, Kevin Weeks kind of speculated that the decision for two teams in particular, the Jets and the Philadelphia Flyers, uh, is going to decide the other dominoes that fall, which to me sounds like um, Torts basically being uh, hired by the Philadelphia Flyers. The links between him and Torts have been, or that this team and Torts have been really intensifying recently. And it sounds like, I don't know, it seems like they're really strongly uh, interested in his services, which if uh, Torts is going to Philadelphia, that definitely puts them out of the Trotz race, and it would probably mean Winnipeg might actually be Trotz's final destination. I, I feel like given the circumstances of where the Jets are at and, and what the Jets could offer him um, 
organizationally speaking, and with some room to also update the roster in the coming offseason, I feel like Trotz would like the Jets more than some other competitors out there because uh, Winnipeg has room for growth. I think that within the next two to three years, which is probably as far out as he wants to coach, you know, he'll have a team that's relatively competitive. Obviously, the Jets have a lot of deficiencies and things, which I'll talk about later in the show and, and how I can see the team addressing that this offseason. But, you know, I just don't know that there are many other teams that would give Trotz what he wants in terms of having a good competitive roster and one that can conceivably make the, the playoffs for multiple years running before he kind of kicks the bucket on his coaching career and starts to focus more on management. And I also don't really know how many teams would actually want to give him uh, management oversight. That is definitely a level above what most coaches are looking for right after they stop coaching. And so for me, I feel like with the Jets where they are and kind of being in this transition period, Shovel uh, Day Off having had a three-year contract extension that's not even been formally announced, I don't know. All the signs for me still point to Trots maybe favoring the Jets over most of the competitors. But, you know, it's definitely not guaranteed. And we've been talking about it for several weeks because – Honestly, that's the main thing is he's he's basically holding up the entire market. Once Jets and Flyers make their final coaching decisions, uh, the rest of the league is going to have to follow suit and start making some moves. I honestly kind of thought about it, and I felt like the Boston Bruins would be another really good candidate for Trotz's services. Based on where that team is, um, Trotz would have been a perfect fit if they were intending to compete. But now that they're kind of focusing on a rebuild, maybe Barry doesn't really fit in their long-term plans. And I don't imagine Don Sweeney's really looking to promote anyone into that management position. So, uh, you know, I kind of ruled the Bruins out there. In terms of other spots that are, are looking for head coaches, Detroit would be an option if Trotz wanted to kind of stay stateside and maybe work with a team that has shown some recent promise. It's definitely not perfect, uh, but it is kind of ironic that, of course, they traded for Jakob Vrana. And Vrana and Trotz for a while didn't always get along. So, I'd be curious to know what would come out of that relationship. I think Vrana was on an absolute tear this year. Maybe could have had a really big season if he hadn't been sidelined by injury. But, you know, that's that's one option. I still think Detroit is not close enough to being playoff competitive to where I feel like he would choose them over someone like Winnipeg. But if he's trying to stay stateside for his family and avoid having to cross the border and stuff, that is also a consideration. Aside from that, I just don't really feel that there are many other scenarios where he would really want to move to. Vegas is definitely a team that we keep hearing links with, but I just feel like because they have such a restrictive cap situation and, quite frankly, navigating out of the mess they've created for themselves is going to be a next-to-impossible task, I don't know if Trotz would want to move there and have to deal with all of the baggage that it comes with. Maybe he does, and maybe he's not really worried about that. Maybe he just sees this as a temporary coaching job And, you know, he goes in and then departs for another team to gain management experience so that he doesn't have to deal with Vegas' situation. But uh, certainly as a coaching option, I think it's one of the most competitive choices out there. Uh, The one that I would probably choose over the Jets if I was looking to stay stateside and wanted to uh, field a really good team with some veteran skill, um, less having to, to rely on some of the youth. But All that said, I still look at the scenarios and I just I keep arriving at trots to the Jets. I feel like Winnipeg is the most capable team out there of of doing all the stuff that he wants. Um, And we're just kind of holding out hope. 
I still, again, do have other candidates that I would personally prefer, but if we're looking for a veteran coach, Trotz, again, still checks off enough uh, boxes to where I would feel comfortable with that hiring. Now, obviously, with Trotz, there need to be some other changes, uh, more specifically to the roster, and we'll talk about what I feel would make sense here in just a little bit. Before we go any further, though, I do want to shout out one of our under, other wonderful partners. Our next partner has a product that I use literally every day. I started taking AG1 because I'm looking to support my immune system and kind of do away with a lot of multivitamins and stuff. Obviously, when you're taking lots of pills and things, it's difficult to keep track of, and it's just a bit of a hassle, and it gets really expensive. That's why Athletic Greens has this great product that I thought was an ideal alternative called AG1. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. It's uh, super easy. Again, just mix it with a cup of water, and it's perfectly lifestyle-friendly no matter what you're into. Whether you're on a keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free diet, they've got all of these uh, wonderful products uh, suited just for you. And AG1 is you know, super healthy. It's got no nasty chemicals, no bizarre additives. One less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs. So it's very healthy. It suits all of your lifestyle needs, dietary restrictions. And, uh, you know, the most important thing for a lot of people is the cost. And for less than $3 a day, you are giving your body the immune system boost that needs to keep going. It'll help you kick that really expensive cold brew habit. And again, it's an all-in-one nutritional system. So you really can't go wrong. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every single day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Hello, friends, and welcome back to this episode of Locked on Winnipeg Jets. We are spending tonight talking uh, a little bit about the coaching situation, but now I kind of wanted to transition to talking about uh, the roster situation and some skill sets and things that I think Winnipeg definitely needs to focus on this offseason because uh, br bringing in a new coaching staff is definitely one part of the equation, but it's most certainly not the only piece. Before we go any further, though, again, so thank you so much for making Locked on Jets your first listen of the day every day. While you're here, though, I did have a favor to ask of you. Obviously, the Locked On Network is looking to grow and improve every single outing that we have. So uh, we've got this great survey that's super quick, super easy. should only take you a few minutes to fill out. You can find it at LockedOnPodcasts.com slash survey. Again, it'll only take you a few minutes. This will help uh, get feedback for all of our shows. And you can tell us what you like about us, what you don't like, what you want to see changed or improved. We appreciate all the feedback, and it helps us grow as podcasters as well. But for you guys, we have a super cool offer. If you complete the survey, you are automatically entered to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. I love free stuff. I know you probably love free stuff too. So again, it's just super quick. We really appreciate uh, you taking the time to give us your feedback at LockedOnPodcasts.com slash survey. Now on to the meat of the, I guess the heart of the order, if you will. The Jets lineup next year is going to have to have some changes. I talked about projecting it last year, assuming that most of the same guys come back and, you know, some of the Jets youth is promoted. But honestly, I still don't think that is personally good enough for my tastes. I think Winnipeg is lacking in a couple of critical areas, and at least one of them is going to be really difficult to fix. 
the single biggest need for this team has been goal scoring. Of, of all the things with this squad, uh, I would never would have expected like finishing talent to be a particularly notable gap. But this is kind of where it's at. The Jets, for some reason, just really could not finish on opportunities. Now, some of it was really great goaltending. Some of it was just unlucky, you know, unlucky bounces, uh, maybe some fluky misses here and there. But you see Kyle Connor lighting it up. You saw Ehlers lighting it up. And yet the rest of the team really wasn't scoring a ton. So figuring that in, uh, you know, the Jets definitely need elite finishing talent, which they're not going to have many opportunities to improve that. I feel like this is the one area that right now I would probably be willing for the Jets to spend pretty extravagantly on. Now, I'm, I'm not really looking at free agency as the main thing. I think if you want to bring in a really talented goal scorer, you're going to have to trade uh, assets for a player who might be an RFA or somebody under contract control, which if you're looking at contract control, that's going to be way too expensive, most likely. So I think the Jets should definitely focus on RFAs. I've talked about a few of them before. Obviously, somebody like Brock Besser would be good. But again, I also have a lot of time for Dylan Strome. I think that he you know, definitely has some notable gaps in his game. But if you're looking for a power play and 5v5 scorer, again, he's a name that I constantly come back to and I think would be a very interesting option. Now, one other potential choice out there that I think is very much a dreamlike scenario and not one that I see as particularly positive for the Jets either is David Pasternak. And it's not because Pasternak can't be good for this team. In fact, I think he would easily step in and be one of our top forwards immediately. But the problem with Pasta is that he needs to have a number of conditions uh, for him to even want to make the move. I don't think that he would want to come to the Jets, you know, for a variety of reasons, if we're being honest. Most importantly, though, I just feel like the price on him is going to be something that the Jets really can't afford. I would say target RFAs first, especially guys who are on expiring contracts and don't look to be renewing anytime soon because these are the guys that teams are going to have to offload. They don't really want to sit there having an asset that's just collecting dust and not really getting them any real value when they could maybe recoup some assets, some, some picks and stuff, and kind of start over fresh. Especially if the player that they're trying to you know, figure out what to do with is asking for a massive raise. I mean, if you're not really uh, looking to pay them and sign them long-term, then you know they're basically a, a paperweight on your team. So, you know, Besser... To Chuck in some alternate universe, uh, any one of these guys would have been a really good idea. I would try to avoid free agency, like under un, uh, unrestricted free agency as much as possible. I feel like the UFA class this year is going to be really good, but also very old and very expensive. And that's not the direction that I want the Jets to go in. I think you want to look at more prime age players and guys who can, you know, maybe be underrated gems. Strom, Besser, players of this type. And then if you're looking at the defense, maybe some uh, cheaper UFAs to try and fill in the back end. But maybe the other big issue with this team, aside from the goal scoring, is the transition ability. That was definitely lacking this uh, this past couple of years. Uh, when you have Ehlers being the only one who can really do it consistently, and more recently, I guess, Pierre-Luc Dubois in conjunction with a few other guys, it definitely shows that the team just does not have a lot of mobility Ehlers, every time he's gotten injured, has has really created this team's impact, which it's really tough to watch. I mean, when the Jets don't have Nick's skating uh, and, and zone-to-zone traversal ability, the Jets are just kind of dead in the water half the time because, you know, their defense is not really allowed to be super active. Uh, the forwards aren't exactly quick. Um, you know, Shifley often plays with Wheeler, which kind of 
knocks back a little bit of his own his own speed. He has to kind of account for his teammates a bit more. And so the Jets definitely need to get faster out wide. Uh, I think you can have slower centers, but you definitely cannot have slower wingers. And that's kind of killing the Jets right now. Uh, Puya Yarvi obviously is one option that I think would be relatively inexpensive. Um, maybe you trade like Stanley and some assets for Puya Yarvi's rights, especially if he's not really going to be someone uh, Edmonton is keen on bringing him back. Aside from that, there aren't a ton of options here that I would really be after. William Nylander might be a choice, though. Uh, I know that Nylander isn't overly popular in some circles, and I feel like it's because a lot of what he does tends to be really under the radar, and also he's on a very stacked team. So people kind of assume that his impact is maybe um, masked a bit by the fact that he's on such a great squad. I still think that what he does, uh, especially in helping to ferry the puck around, get into into good spaces, and open up passing and shooting lanes for his teammates, makes him a really invaluable asset. And I think if you're if you're looking for a guy who can be such a creative force out wide, uh, Willie is honestly one of the best players out there. He has a very similar profile to Nikolai Ehlers. I think stylistically he does it a bit differently. You know, Ehlers definitely likes to kind of turn and burn uh, in perimeter play, and I don't know that. Nylander is quite the same player, but again, he's a lot more mobile than some of our current wings. And I think, you know, with, with the Leafs needing to make some roster changes to try and work with the cap space that they've got, maybe Nylander is going to finally fall out of favor. I would kind of be shocked if he ends up getting moved this offseason, but you never know. A lot of crazy things have happened over the past couple of years. And, you know, Toronto is going to feel the pressure to try and do something, even if doing something might not actually improve the team. If Nylander is somebody that the Jets trade for, it probably does mean Shifley's out the door, which Shifley for Nylander with some changes around with the packages, I could see that being a very interesting swap. I don't know that it would actually happen, but um, that is a potential trade. I'm sure a lot of people are like, oh, you know, no way. Nylander is nowhere near the caliber of player. And I promise you there's a lot more under the hood with him that then kind of meets the eye. Obviously, his defensive impacts are still not great. But again, if you're looking for a really great creator and somebody who could really help the Jets with transition ability uh, and you, you you kind of feel like Shifley is looking for a way out, then this would be the kind of trade you need to make. Uh, a really big ticket, big dollar deal, and one that kind of gives the Jets a massive need while also, you know, it, it does kind of ding the goal scoring ability a bit. Shifley is definitely an elite finisher. So if you trade for Nylander, you're going to have to look for some finishing talent somewhere because the Jets can't go down the Canes route of not having elite finishers, but all the playmakers. They definitely need to have some guys who can put it past goalkeepers, uh, especially if they want to have a much better season next year. But I'd be curious to know your thoughts on this. You know, what what gaps do you feel the Jets still have? I kind of avoided talking about the defense because I feel like that is mostly obvious. But, you know, there are some changes that they could make technically with some external acquisitions. I just don't feel that the market right now is really oriented towards offering the Jets anything they don't already have enough of. So, again, let me know your thoughts on Twitter at HLiving, look going at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets and in the YouTube comments below. Closing us out tonight with the last couple of minutes, I did want to talk a little bit about the upcoming Stanley Cup Finals and kind of what I expect to happen in, in between Tampa Bay and Colorado in just a little bit. But before we go any further, I don't want to shout out one of our partners that I mentioned at the start of this episode, that partner being BetOnline.net. They are your number one source for all of your betting stats and sports info. You can find all the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's NBA championship matchups, 
conference finals and Stanley Cup finals for the NHL, Major League Baseball scores, and of course, all the latest fighting news from MMA, UFC, and boxing. Whatever you're into, uh, BetOnline's got you covered. And if those sports don't tickle your fancy, they're going to have F1, IndyCar, NASCAR, pretty much any sport you can imagine, they've got on there. They've even got German soccer, which is uh, pretty darn awesome for me, who is a big Bundesliga fan. But if you're not into sports, no problem. They've also got all the Vegas casino games you can handle. BetOnline really is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and so much more. Head on over to betonline.net on your laptop or mobile device to check out all the latest trends and action in all of your favorite sports. BetOnline, it's where the game starts. Hello, friends, and welcome to these closing thoughts on tonight's episode of Lockdown Winnipeg Jets. Uh, in just a couple of days, we're going to have the Stanley Cup Finals, and that's pretty exciting if you have been a neutral viewer and watching this postseason. Probably one of the best playoffs that I can remember in recent memory. Um, not that I've like been super... Uh, invested in the postseason recently. I have to be honest, ever since the Jets kind of declined significantly, it's just not been the same for me. But that doesn't mean that there aren't still really compelling storylines. And this year, more than any other season, I feel like has been fantastic. And now we have a legitimate Stanley Cup final that I think you should be interested in. Uh, Tampa Bay versus Colorado. Two teams that have done really well managing the cap. Two teams that have built monster rosters for... um, I would say dynastic repeat playoff performances. Uh, Not that they have actually managed to accomplish that in Colorado, but certainly with Tampa Bay, they're going for a a three-peat, which uh, is almost unthinkable in the salary cap era. But here, Tampa Bay stands on the doorstep of history, and they've done it in, I would say, not as convincing fashion as usual, but against the the Rangers, I thought that they did a wonderful job. Um, they really t- they really tired the Rangers out. I felt like their stretch plays did fantastically. Their top stars showed up. You know, Stamkos, Kucherov, even without Point, uh, who Point is likely to come back against Colorado, uh, they were still able to get it done. And so, really, really deep team, one with a lot of playoff experience and veteran savvy. And now they're going to face off against one of the most electrifying offenses in the West in Colorado. This is, for me, an easy seven-game series. I just can't see it being any shorter than that because I feel like these teams both have uh, very similar playing styles in some notable areas, and I feel like they maybe have um, some interesting matchups in terms of their strengths and weaknesses. Uh, Obviously, the the Lightning are going to have the edge in net. Vasilevsky was brilliant against the Rangers, and Colorado has like Darcy Kemper and Pavel Francouz, but I feel like uh, Francois is probably going to be the guy because I don't know if Kemper is actually healthy enough to play. Um, so yeah, for goaltending, that's going to be a tough one. In terms of defense, I feel like they both have uh, a, a, an interesting split. Tampa's defense is a little bit heavier, a bit slower, and I wasn't always impressed with it in, in certain games. In the final games of the Rangers series, it was locked down, but I just felt like that was partly because New York was so tired and so slow. Against Colorado, arrested Colorado at that. You're not going to have that luxury. So, you know, you're going up against McCarr, um, of course, McKinnon, some of these other super dynamic players. It's going to be a really tight series. And I feel like uh, they actually have very interesting, like, strengths and weaknesses that sort of clash with each other. And I still feel like at the end of the day, Tampa Bay is going to pull it off. Um, Tampa, I just feel like, has that ability to constantly score from almost out of nothing, uh, especially on those two-on-one odd man situations encounters that they can pull off with great stretch passes. And even with Colorado's rest, I don't know, Vasilevsky was so good that it's really hard to bet against this team. 
They seemingly account for all of their deficiencies, even when they're not playing that well. And for as much as previous teams like the Rangers pushed them, it really didn't matter in the end. So, yeah, I I think Tampa Bay comes out in this series uh, in seven games, but maybe Colorado has a big surprise up its sleeve. This would obviously be a, a just reward for their season. But of course, you know, not always a situation where the best team wins. This year, though, we actually have a Stanley Cup final between two of the top three teams in the league. So I can't complain. I think it's great for neutrals. Uh, let me know who you're rooting for at HL, at HL Living Local and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets on Twitter or in the YouTube comments below. And give me your series predictions as well. As for tonight's episode, that is going to be all the time that we have. Because of the coaching stuff and, and some of the Jets updates, I did kind of prioritize that this episode over some of the uh, fan feedback, which we're going to be getting to later this week, talking about what direction you want to see the team move in. If the Jets actually announce a head coaching signing, uh, we'll, we'll make that, of course, the priority. But we're all kind of in limbo, aren't we? Just sort of waiting for the next big Jets piece. And the draft is definitely looming right around the corner. So we're going to have some more prospect profiles. I need to take a look at Winnipeg's draft picks this year. Uh, I don't know how many that they actually have outside of the first round. You know, the team just definitely loves kind of throwing deeper round picks in, in previous seasons um, just for like a rental here and there. So hopefully the Jets have some decent assets to work with and we'll take a look at who is currently being mocked to move towards the Jets this uh, this summer. But for tonight's episode, again, that's all the time that we have. Thank you for making Lockdown Jets your first listen of the day every day. While you're at it, be sure to make Locked On NHL your second listen. Locked On NHL covers the playoffs like no other. Hear the latest news and opinions from local experts every Monday through Friday. It's free and available wherever you get your favorite podcasts, so be sure to like, follow, and subscribe. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Have a great night, and go Jets go!